EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM Did you miss me? Ah, oh, you did uh, I was in San Francisco, as you would have heard on Two Blokes Talking Tech, if you're uh, subscribed over there. If you're just purely in the EFTM podcast feed, I appreciate your, your loyalty and your listenership. It's wonderful to have your company. Um, this is where you get it first. It lands on a Tuesday. If you're listening in the EFTM feed, I appreciate it. And um, the numbers say you still are. So thank you. Um, but you're welcome to join us over at Two Blokes Talking Tech, where you get Two Blokes Talking Tech on a Thursday. You get uh, EFTM on a Wednesday uh, you get Tech Guide Stephen's show on a Tuesday, Best Moves You've Never Seen on a Saturday, and The Private Feed on a Friday. So just back-to-back content, really. But if EFTMs wear it out, you stay here and we're all good. Appreciate the people that reached out um, and gave me feedback after I, uh, you know, questioned myself in the previous show. <laughs> I didn't question myself. I was just, you know, just just reaching out to say good day, making sure everyone's still listening and you know, you're all good. Um, so there was a few great pieces of feedback and I appreciate those uh, greatly. So never hesitate to get in touch and, and leave feedback if you want to. Um, you can get in touch with me very easily, uh, eftm.com and just click on Ask Trev. So simple and easy to do. Lots of calls to get through because we've got a kind of backlog there from a couple of weeks. So we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, and uh, it's also a busy week in tech. I'll probably refrain from going into detail about the Netflix stuff because we'll have a big discussion about that on Two Blokes Talking Tech. So if you're worried about password sharing on Netflix and what Netflix is going to do to crack down on your mother-in-law stealing your Netflix, then you probably want to listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech this week. I suggest it might come up. Let's get cracking with calls. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. All right, let's take calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Jeff did that. G'day, Jeff. How are you doing? Good, thanks, Trevor. How are you? Mate, really good. What can I do for you? Um, I'm just chasing um, some advice on a, on a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. I have an autistic son, yeah. um, and he's just we, we just moved him out of our home into a uh, supported living nice. environment. Yep. And um, I'm just chasing something that I can give to him uh, that he can just make phone calls on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, yeah, it doesn't store a lot of numbers because if it has internet, he's just going to um, just search the web and just cost me a fortune in, in – um, <laughs> <laughs> download stuff because he's very good at all that. But I just, yeah, we just need to be able to uh, contact him at times and for him to be able to take photos. And because it's brand new, this is a um, trying time for everyone, as you can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we just want to be able to be able to stay in contact with our son. Mate, I think the challenge will be that balance between we want it to be really simple, um, yep. but we want it to have a camera because, honestly, the simple phones, and there are some out there, Yep. Um, yep. have the literal worst cameras in the history of bloody cameras. Right. Like they, yeah, yep. they're just undesirable in terms of cameras. You know, there's, okay. there's, you know, think of your old school cordless phone at home, right? You can yep. get, um, at JB Hi-Fi, there's a really cool thing called the Opal Mobile Big Button and it looks just like a cordless phone. Um, but it's actually a mobile, um, you yep. know, pick it up, dial a number, done um and i would suggest it has favorites that he could scroll through and save phone numbers for right um, yes yep. it's kind of perfect for what you want in terms of it will mean he can keep in touch but yep camera would be rubbish 
Like, okay, yeah. Like legit rubbish. So yeah, well, he with his taking photos, mm. um, it's generally he he uh, like when he goes to shopping, he he gets a close up photo of something that he wants to buy. So it's not like he's taking um, panoramic uh, scenery photos or anything like that. It's okay. just he'll get a, he'll go to uh, Big W say or and, and take a photo of, of a toy that he's after. Yep. And he'll keep a file of them. So when birthdays and Christmas comes around, we've got a shopping list to to pick from. That's oh. generally what what I, I was mean, looking at. That, that's. If you're not, you know, looking to share it on social media and all that kind of rubbish, yeah. which I'm assuming you definitely yep. don't, um, no, then it's actually, you know, it's a two megapixel camera. It's all, it's really just a trigger, isn't it, for memory? It's about going. Yeah. Let's have a look through the phone to see some of the things you've 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 exactly. kind of put on yes. a shopping list, really, haven't you? Um, yes. I, I would recommend you pop into JB's or Harvey's and and then yep. look. Remember, these are not going to be the phones that are on display. At eye level, they're going to be the hardest ones to find because yep. they're not, they're like this one's one hundred and thirty bucks, mate. Like it's okay. Yeah, well, that's so I don't want anything expensive because if he gets cranky, he gets rough with things, yep. and um, yep. um, I, I'm not really wanting to spend. That's why I don't want to go get on, on a plan or anything on a on a expensive phone mm. because there's a fair chance that um, he will damage it. Yep, and I think the other thing then to remember is. You don't need much in terms of the the SIM card. I would probably go to Aldi, and yep. I would look at getting their, um, you know, their their cheapest plan because okay, know, and, yep. and they're, they're just prepaid. Um, yes. Um, the other one I recommend often I've got my kids on is Kogan Mobile. Um, you do okay. Yeah. You buy a SIM card for like I don't know five bucks they charge or something like that. And yep, yep. you get a you get their their cheapest plan for three hundred and sixty five days is one hundred and twenty bucks. Wow. So what you do is you pay one hundred and twenty dollars up front, yep. and that SIM card will last for the whole year. It's got data wow. on it, which will be absolutely yep. useless to him because of the phone. But essentially, yes. you're paying ten dollars a month for him to have unlimited calls and texts to you. Yes, yeah, and that's that's uh, something that we're looking at as being very affordable. Um, yeah. And you know, this, as a family, way, yeah. if you've if you've got if you do if you go with the one I mentioned, the Opal Mobile Big Button, yep. um, that's one hundred and twenty nine bucks for the phone, one hundred and twenty dollars yep. for the SIM card. You're, you're done. Two hundred and forty nine dollars, and you're done for the year. Now, obviously, if the phone gets damaged or isn't what you want, then you might need to look at different options. But that SIM card. Still works in whatever mobile phone you put it in for for transferable. Yeah, remember those two things are separate, so that the SIM card, yep. if you want to take, if you know, oh, I don't know, let's say he earns himself a, you know, a, a different phone, um, through the way he treats that phone or the behaviour or whatever, then that, yes, that yep. SIM card is still active for a whole year, um, and and remember that's it. After a year, you can just charge it up for another year, and he's got the same phone number. Different people in the family can have his number saved and give him a call. Um, you know what? A, what an awesome that's, way to be connected. It does, uh, yeah. And that's the biggest thing what we're after is that connection because, um, yeah, it's family and wanting wanting to be able to have him be able to contact us when he needs it because there's times he's on his own, he's going to be sad and yep. needs to, yeah, Want to be have in a contact chat. with family. I mean, that's, that's this is the the great thing is that I'm assuming as a dad is you've got this problem now where you've created this little mini independence for him but you've also got this yes. desperate sadness of separation so you want oh, him 100%. <laughs> you want him to be able to call you 24/7 yes. you won't care if he calls at 1 a.m for a chat be like cool no. let's let's chat you know if that's what you want to yes. do um 
And yes, look, I, the only thing I would say about this kind of phone is there's obviously a, a peer stigma. So I don't know what uh, his what his peer relationship is like in the household or, or anywhere else, but you know, he's not going to look like the coolest kid at the shops with this phone. So he doesn't need it. Rats. No, that's, <laughs> that's the furthest thing from his Good. Um, that's awesome. personality. Yeah. That's awesome. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Trevor. Mate, enjoy. Hope it goes well. And, um, you know, I, I'm just excited for you to be able to just have those th- those phone calls, you know, those uh, yeah. da- dad and son oh, phone they, calls they, will be they awesome. Will, they will mean a lot. Say, it saves us trying to arrange going through support workers and, and the like, which yeah, is brilliant. a bit difficult. Brilliant. All right. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Jeff. No worries. Thank you very kindly. Thanks, thank you, mate. mate. Good on you, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, you would, most of my listeners would look at the Opal Mobile big button and wonder what the hell that's for. And you know what? It's probably designed for uh, the elderly, but it, it could also be, and here's another great use for something like this. My wife's very strong about us having a home phone again. And I'm just like, it's just, it's just kind of crazy for us to spend, I think it's an extra 10 or $15 a month on our internet plan to get VoIP enabled and then buy a handset that works with it when we may as well, the kids, there's mobile phones there. Why don't we just get SIM cards? They don't carry them around with them, but they're there for when they get home, they can text us. And this phone's perfect for that. So I challenge you to have a look at this. If you've got young, young kids, so let's say five, six, whatever. Um, and let's say they do get off the bus from school in year three uh, and you've been stuck at the shops. Uh, you're, you're two minutes away from home, but they're going to get home and you're not going to be there. They walk in. They go, oh my God, where's my, they can pick up the phone and they can ring you. Done. They don't need a mobile phone. They don't need a smart kids watch. You just want something at home so they can ring you. Um, and that's exactly what this is. And it's also perfect because, and I didn't say this to Jeff, but it looks like it's got like a dock. And so the dock can be sitting by his bedside. He puts it in it and it charges. No fumbling around with cables, just dock it and charge it like an old cordless phone. Such a cool thing, such a simple thing. And uh, while I think the camera's horrible, I think it'll probably do exactly what Jeff needs. Good stuff. If you've got a tech question, you know where to go, EFTM.com. Trevor Long, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Julie did that. G'day, Julie. Hi. Um, I went asking about when you travel overseas, Mm. instead of having to get a SIM card in every country that you go to, is there another way that you can connect to Wi-Fi and how do you go about it? Well, how many countries are we going to? Um, America, New Zealand, um, and possibly Europe next year. Wow, lovely. It sounds like a bloody lovely year. What? um, Who's your telco right now? Who's your mobile telco at home? Optus. Well, that's disappointing for you, isn't it? I mean, uh, it's been a tough year. Well, they're too much when it comes to, um, to um, what do you call it? Um, roaming, yes. Just, yeah, roaming, so, yeah, that's true. The, the best in the business is Vodafone, um, and their their deal is $5 a day. Um, and I, I, I literally switched to Vodafone because of this. So I travel in a whole different range of countries and it means that I can just turn on my phone when I get there and my kids can ring me, my wife can ring me, I can ring home, I can ring anyone in Australia or anyone in the country I'm in, just like a normal phone call, no costs. I can use all my data. It's awesome. So 
my, my best recommendation if you're traveling a lot is to switch to Vodafone and uh, and take advantage of that $5 a day. The, you only get charged on the days you use it. So if you were to turn off mobile um, on given days, you wouldn't get charged for those days. Um, but, you know, it's, it's hard to avoid getting charged because you kind of want to turn your phone on every day. But the thing is, honestly, when you travel, um, assuming you're traveling for leisure, you, you don't need to be on your phone all day. When you get back to the hotel, when you're at a cafe, when you're in a library, when you're anywhere in a public place, there's normally Wi-Fi. And your phone, is it an iPhone? Yes, it is. Your phone can connect to any of those Wi-Fi hotspots. So basically you could, be, you could, uh, you could pull up in New York and go to a diner and ask them for their Wi-Fi network. You can open up the Wi-Fi on your phone, connect to their network, and then just quickly look through and if you've got any any emails from family or you could connect to WhatsApp and message your family via the Wi-Fi network. In fact, you can make a video call on WhatsApp or FaceTime when you're connected to the Wi-Fi network. Yeah, I'm connected with Messenger and that's normally how I contact Perfect. my family. So basically all um, you need is Wi-Fi and you have Messenger connectivity. You don't need a SIM card at all while you're roaming. Only if you feel like um, people, you might want to contact people when you are in the areas where there is no Wi-Fi. So while you're walking down um, the the high rise in New York or while you're on um, Santa Monica Beach in LA or wherever it might be, there's no Wi-Fi. Um, but do you need it there? Do you need to be calling anyone there? Probably not. Really, but what about data? Um, if you use data on your phone, or is that included? Well, with just the don't use it. Five dollars so, a day. So that's used with with Vodafone. That's included. So I have when I'm at home, I have I don't know twenty or forty gigabytes of data a month. I can use all of that while I'm overseas. Vodafone call right. it roam like you're at home, and so literally I don't even worry. I don't think. I don't look. I don't check. I don't do anything because. I just use my phone like I'm at home for five bucks a day. So I was just in uh, in America for four, five days on the ground. I would have paid 25 bucks, but I know that I could just use my phone when I wasn't at the hotel. Everything just worked. Anyone could call me. It was all great. Perfect. No problems at all. Boost Mobile is a prepaid network and they have a plan that is $40 for 14 days. So it works out to be um, less than $3 a day but it is only five gigabytes of data. Now, that might right. be enough. That might be enough for you. So Boost Mobile is another good option. Honestly, if you think you're going to be traveling a lot, I would ditch Optus. But right. if you think you can get away with not needing your phone and, you know, as in phone calls and mobile data, then there's Wi-Fi everywhere when you travel. It's in so many places, cafes, restaurants, um, you know, museums, wherever you go, there's Wi-Fi. And that allows you to connect to Messenger and uh, check in on the family, send them a message, send them a photo, do all those things. And what, what about if you're cruising? Well, that's a whole different story. Um, I've never cruised, um, but oh. I understand that it is diabolically expensive to use connectivity. Yes. Um, there is Wi-Fi, but what I would do, I believe you can kind of pay for certain days. I would just, you know... Um, halfway through the trip, I would connect to the Wi-Fi, pay that bill, and uh, and you know let the family know you're okay or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, cruising is not as easy because roaming's not possible, 
Uh, you are relying on the boat and its provision of internet to you, and it will be slow. But that won't really matter if you're just sending text messages via messenger. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that was the main thing because I I am going cruising as well. Sounds um, exciting. Wow. You're just packing up and, and yeah. leaving everything behind, it sounds like. Well, while I can still do it, you don't know what's around the corner. Good on you. That's a bloody good plan, Julie. I, I like it. And it sounds like you're going to see lots of the world. Do you think you'll cruise across the Pacific? Uh, yeah, we're going um, um, from Hawaii to back to Australia. Oh, wow. wow. Excuse me. Um, that's later in the year. And then next year we'd like to go over to Europe as well, so... Excuse me, but um, yes, we're just trying to work out which is the best thing to do. But I know going away, I get a bit worried about my phone, how to turn the data off, yeah. how to, um, like the, the mobile data and that, how I turn all that off and turn yeah. off the automatic downloads. Yes. Um, that, so as nothing like that happens and goes on my account. Yes, understand. One time I did go away uh, and it cost me, yeah, a huge amount. And look, here's the great thing. Um, you know, you can always take the SIM card out and then then there's no risk of that. Like if you choose to go down the Wi-Fi only path where I'm just going to connect to the internet when it's available to me, take the SIM card out, then there's zero risk of you having that problem. And keep it with you. You might keep it in your purse, in a little, uh, in a, in a little um, coin, coin purse or something. And if in an emergency you need to make a call, put it in, use it, do your thing. But... In reality, uh, in an emergency, you could still connect to Wi-Fi at a cafe or the hotel and make a, vi- a voice or video call using Messenger or, or, or WhatsApp. So Yeah, well, that's what I use one of my ways is Messenger more than anything. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I, I wonder if you really do need roaming, but I now that I think about it with what you're doing, I feel like the um, – the plan, say, for example, with Boost Mobile, and here's the great thing. Remember, you don't actually need to switch. I would recommend you switch because I don't really like Optus. But, you know, if you don't switch your phone, you could just go to the service station, get a $2 SIM card from Boost, and you could just put data on it when you need it while you're overseas. So you might only put two days worth on it and just use it for two days. Uh, You might put – so there's a three-day, a seven-day, and a 14-day expiry – you might just go, listen, we're going to be in LA for three days before we go wherever. Um, for 20 bucks, I can I can put data, one gigabyte of data, and most importantly, um, 15 minutes worth of calls and 15 texts on here, and we can, you know, get in touch with people and do our thing. But the, um, the Vodafone one does um, just for $5 a day. Does Whatever does you're paying for on your plan, roaming. yes. So I, for example, okay. pay, I, I feel like it's $50 a month. For my mobile, let me look at the mobile plans for Vodafone right now. Uh, how much are you paying now for Optus every month? Uh, 49 I think, but I've got a shared SIM card with my tablet. Okay. So for $45 a month, because I don't know, you don't need a SIM card in your tablet. Just connect to the Wi-Fi. Have you got Wi-Fi at home? Yes. What are you, I mean, it's they're, they're, they're selling you something you don't need. You don't need a SIM card in your tablet. You've got Wi-Fi at home. So for $45 a month, you could be on Vodafone's $40 gigabyte plan and you'll pay $5 a day when you're roaming, but you can use up to that 40 gigabytes of data while you're overseas. Wow. That's like you'll never, you'll never hit that number. That's a crazy amount of data. 
Unless you're sitting on your phone twenty four seven, like that's in, I don't use no, that much data. I'm an, I'm an oldie. I, I don't do that. I just check messages and and yeah, check in with the kids because yeah. they panic, um, <laughs> things like that. But yeah, um, oh, that sounds alright. But I kind of live in Harvey Bay, and I'm not sure there's a Vodafone up here. Well, here's what you do: go go and um, go and get a SIM card. Um, there's probably a Vodafone store. Um, and, and give it a try. So don't switch your number over and everything. Just have a look for now. Um, also, ask, yeah. ask your friends. Uh, I don't know if you're in any Facebook groups from the Harvey Bay area, but, you know, ask the question. You will always get a narc or three that say, nah, it's rubbish, I don't – but trust me, they're not actual users. You want people who are right. genuinely using it right now to tell you, oh, it works really well down the beach and where it but it doesn't work really well here or wherever. Um so, yeah, I think uh, the other thing about Vodafone, if you do find a store, they have a 30-day network guarantee. So if you were to switch to Vodafone, um, and I heard the Vodafone um, store staff say this on the weekend when I was in there, um, when someone walked out with a new new plan, he said, listen, if you don't like the network, if it doesn't work in your area, if it doesn't work at your house or something, 30 days, just come back, we'll, no, no cost, it's all, it's all done. Like there's, basically there's a 30-day try before you buy um situation with Vodafone, which is really cool. Um, okay. Yeah. That I'm just trying good. to yeah. – I'm, tr- I'm looking at the Vodafone uh, coverage map now. Uh, I'm going to have to scroll up a long way to find Harvey Bay, aren't I? Where, when do I get to Harvey's Bay, Harvey Bay, Harvey About Bay? About three and a half hours north of Brisbane. I'm getting there. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I haven't even reached Brisbane yet. Uh, Stratty. Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm going north. Kalula, Yerrigong, Fraser Island, Harvey Bay. So if you look at the map uh, on Vodafone's website, pretty much all of Harvey Bay is covered with 4G. There's no 5G um, and there's 3G on the outskirts of town. I don't think you've got any problems. It looks pretty good, the coverage in Harvey Bay broadly, but I could be wrong. So I'd okay. ask around. Um yeah, it looks it looks pretty good all the way up the highway through Maryborough, uh, up to Bundaberg. Um, it looks really good all the way down the highway too into Brisbane, into Noosa, everywhere. So okay, you you might be very surprised by actually how good the coverage is in Harvey Bay. All right, um, well that's worth looking into. Five dollars a day sounds fantastic. Yeah. If you're going to travel um, a bit, you might, oh, it'd be my recommendation for sure. I can handle that, yeah, because a lot of them just said, oh, no, you've got to get a SIM card in another country. And I thought, oh, that's a pain. Look, Every it, country you go to. It is a pain, but mm. it's 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 yeah. a, a million percent better in terms of speed and pro- possibly cost overall. But, like, in reality, the simplicity, the convenience and all that stuff, no. Nah, Vodafone wins hands down for me. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I appreciate you calling me back and letting me know that. That's great. All right. Um, you you enjoy your travels, Julie. Good luck and enjoy. All righty. Okay. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Uh, that sounds like an awesome trip. Gee whiz. Whew. Spend the kids' inheritance is what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, that's great. If you've got recommendations, thoughts, or uh, feedback, get in touch. Go to the website, EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Michael's on the line. G'day, Michael. G'day. How are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, I'm inquiring about um, 
I've got uh, a daughter who's just gone into high school and another yeah. uh, little bloke who loves his Roblox. And I'm inquiring what I can do to take some control over uh, devices and also um, the internet. So at the moment, we've been just switching it off um, to control their access. But yeah. um, I'm sure switching can, off the Wi Fi? Yeah. Well, that must be frustrating so, for but, you. <laughs> well, it is. Um, lucky I've got two bands, so I can, you know, some of it's on 5G. And um, oh, you know, So can... what you've done is you've uh, you've got different passwords for the, you know, our home and the other one, our home 5G has a different password. So you can just turn yeah, off. Yeah, well, they don't them. mess with it. Once it's turned off, it's just, you know, they don't mess with it at this stage, but they're becoming more and more savvy and older, and I'd like to uh, – put something in place for the next few years. All right. Well, look, there's <clears throat> there's two solutions that I would recommend you look into. Um, both of them are sponsors, I will disclose. But that just means I've tested the hell out of them as well. So the first one is yep. the, the Netgear Orbi. Um, so yep. Wi-Fi satellite system, fantastic coverage and all that kind of stuff. But there is also device and parental controls built in. Now, the thing, the way it works is, and I did this on the newest Orbi I put in at home, um, basically every time a device connects to your network, you get this kind of pop-up and I, I get this a lot cause I bring like six new phones home and it, you know, scans them for vulnerabilities and all this kind of stuff. But what happens is you can, you can tap on that notification and you can actually stop any device from joining the network until you've essentially, you know, approved it. And you yep. can see the list of all the devices on the network and you can allocate them to a person. So in my case, right. I might go, all right, well, this is Jackson's devices. There's his laptop there's his desktop, there's his tablet, there's his phone. Um, here's, yep. here's Harrison's devices, here's Victoria's devices, and I might also create a group called just kids, so shared things like the Nintendo Switch or the Xbox or things yep. like that. Yeah, we all of that. And then what you can do is you can set uh, downtimes. So mm -hmm. the Wi-Fi is only available to Harrison from uh, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's available right. to Jackson. He's 16, so it's available from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you can yep. set different time um, windows for them. But most importantly, you can go in and go, it's off, and you can just turn it off. So if you're disciplining, you know, okay, mate, if you're so, not going to do the dishes, I'm just going to log into the app and I'm going to press a button and the Wi-Fi is off for Harry. It's not off for everyone. Right. And it's just off for yep. Harry's devices. On his devices, yes. yes. So yeah. that's available on both, like my wife or myself would be able to do that from our yep. phones. Yep. There's an Orbi. You just have an admin login. So both of you could have the Orbi app there. Um, it's it's yep. excellent. It's it's excellent. I I would yeah. argue, though, the Trend Micro solution is better um, right. in incrementally, but but I think better because what it is is it's a, it's a whole-of-home security solution. So there's – with Trend Micro, like there's – you know, there's internet security. There's just, you know, software that stops you getting viruses. But their um, top-end product, I think it's called Device Security Ultimate, also includes a physical box. It's this little black box that you just plug into your Wi-Fi modem. You just plug it in the back. Yep. That's all you do. Plug it into power and it plugs into the back of your modem. And then you open up the Trend Micro app and it starts scanning the network. It starts scanning for devices, for all this kind of stuff. First thing it does is it blocks any vulnerability. So you won't click on bad websites, threats. You can actually put parental controls in place. So age limits on age appropriate content um, for, yep. the, for the kids, especially the youngest one. 
Um, you, it's it's protecting you from incoming attacks. So any uh, attacks on your smart devices or anything like that, it's protecting them from coming in. But again, most importantly, you allocate devices to people and you can turn things off per child. You can have screen time. You can actually have software on their devices, which limits their screen time. Um, you can, here's one of my favorite things is you can just turn off YouTube. So you go, yeah, your know, kids, yeah. it's, they're not using their phone. They're not using their tablet. They're not using their laptop. They're on the frigging TV. So I'm going to turn yeah. off YouTube. Sorry, kids, it's off. Yeah. And so there's no YouTube in their yep. house. Like simple things like that are wildly yeah, that's useful. Been, that's been part of the issue. I've got a, an older Hisense telly and um, there's no way to turn off YouTube on the telly. Whereas, huh. you know, the, the newer ones you can, obviously you can lock them and all the rest. But wow. Yeah, they end up just defaulting to that one. Mate, honestly, the Trend Micro, uh, it's called Home Network Security is the name of the box, but it's, it's. Yep. I don't think it's, to, you, I don't think you can just buy the box anymore. It's only available as part of their, their top level security subscription. Now, what that means right, is you're also code. buying, you're also buying yourselves family-wide internet security, antivirus, malware, all that stuff, which again, yep. you can install on their phones, their laptops, so that everyone's yep. protected from scams, yeah. spam, porn, you name it, you know, you can be in yep. control of all that stuff. And yeah, man, yeah, as a parent, it's, it's critical. So it's, um, yeah, well, we're just getting to that crucial stage. Yes, and mate. I, you know, I, hear I didn't you. want to be left behind. No. <laughs> um, and look, it, it's, here's the great thing is, and I've said this before, so excuse me for, for ramming at home and I'm not trying to pretend to be the best parent because we've had our issues, but it's about everyone being part of it too. So you put mum and dad's devices in it. You might put time limits. You might put a blocking. You might, the whole family, no um, no internet on your phones from six till seven, dinner time, you know? Yeah. So you might do something yep. like that so that the, the kids really appreciate that it's the, it's the whole household that's part of this um, rule setting that you're putting in place because it's going to feel like you're setting rules that they didn't have. So, mate, yep. it, it's a great device. And and things like, um, you know, Google Home and Wi-Fi lights, it, you know, they can just be left to be on. That's right. You can just set them up so they're just part of a group called Smart Home and it has yep. open access to your best, no problems at all. Yep. No, that sounds uh, sounds like the way to go. It's a great product. It's called, it's it's part of Device Security Ultimate on Trend Micro. Yep. yep. Well, just, I think you've uh, mate, pointed just me in the on, right direction. I just clicked on their website. Um uh, security, it's it's gone from three hundred and twelve dollars down to two hundred and twenty-two, forty-two percent off. Wow. Um, yep. And that's for the subscription and the device because the device used to be like one hundred and eighty bucks on its own. So yep. and that's then, an annual <clears throat> annual subscription yeah, it's, it's model. A, a, annual subscription, and then you choose how many devices. So you might actually pay three twenty-eight for ten devices to be covered. Yep. And the ten devices, by the way, <clears throat> just to be really clear. The box will protect every device on your network. You, you know, you might have 50 devices from attacks and things. The number of devices that you choose in your subscription means the number of devices you want to install their software onto to protect you from viruses and scams and all that yep, kind of stuff yeah. as well. So it depends which one you choose as to how much it costs. But yeah, it looks like a pretty good time to buy. Yep. No, that sounds uh, that sounds perfect. All right, mate. Good luck. Uh, good luck with all right. uh, high well, school. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All good. Thank you so much for uh, for giving me a call, and I uh, love what you do. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it, Michael. It means a lot. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. See ya. Cheers. Um, yeah, Michael has a daughter, obviously the same age as mine, going into high school.
Um, and these are the quandaries of parenting in 2023. Thank you for listening. Peter's on the line. G'day, Peter. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate? Right. Well, about five years ago, we moved into a new house and we were about a cellar, a ground floor and an upstairs. And we have computers in all in uh, all locations, TVs in all locations. Right. On the ground floor, we had uh, um, NBN to the wall, which is what's that? The node, I think, is it? Mm, yeah. Straight to the building. Yeah. So the NBN came in there. We were using Telstra. And we've never really had a good um, access with the televisions and with streaming channels. Oh, they right. keep dropping out. They keep buffering all the time. Uh, the cellar seems to have probably a bit more problem because it's location. Upstairs where the office is, never really good. And I've tried different things. Um, people have said buy these extenders, which I bought. Oh, I God. feel like they're a mis miserable failure. Yes. It's not really overly working. And uh, we ended up swapping the main television. Um, one in our holiday home uh, had a problem, so we had to bring it up. So we swapped our ours with the one in the holiday house. And when the other one was repaired, it was a newer model. We put that in our main house now. And no change. Thought it might have been the TV, but there's no yeah. change. And only about, so only about um, I think, two and a half year old Sony 75. Yeah. So it's a yeah. pretty, pretty and good it, Well, year. it can't be the TV because it's happening to multiple devices, isn't it? Yes, yeah, and uh, yes, and so the computers, um, you know, we've got one that's plugged through the uh, system and the other yep. wired, and the other one is um, just on the in the air system, and they just slowed down. And uh, so I did buy a, uh, I got an extender unit with, we changed to Aussie. We thought, I've tried everything. Yep. I've ranged the other mob. I'm going to try somebody else. So yep, yep. we tried Aussie. And it's proven not to be any real different. Same issues. Um, but the extender unit that came with Aussie, they, they supplied one when oh. I told them the troubles, seems to be working better in the upstairs. But, what brand is that, do you know? Um, yeah, I'll have a look at that one. But uh, what surprises me is the main unit where the uh, modem sits downstairs, it's only one room away um, here we go. It's a Netcom Cloud Mesh Satellite, they call it, oh. NSO2. Okay. And that's up in the office. And that's that seems to be working okay in the fact that I've actually got it switched through a hub and that's con connecting directly downstairs to the modem. With, with a cable? Yes, by cable. And that seems to be working a lot, lot better now. <laughs> and But but um, ones down near the modem are still not performing well? On the same floor yeah. um, and the cellar. Yeah, yeah. The one on the – to me, you know, like it's only one room away yeah. between the, the lounge and the where the modem sits. And we just get continual buffering. Um, Can you, sometimes you don't have the ability to run a cable to where the TV is, do you? Yeah, I do. I've got some stuff there that I can start looking at pulling that and, and changing that. But so, because my, my solution was definitely going to be never cable. mention the word extender again, because yep. Wi-Fi extenders only extend the network that they're accessing. So, it looks like you're getting five bars, but you're actually only getting 
two bars of the original network, it just appears as five. So there's this kind of right. misconception there, right? So I, I just never, ever want to see extenders used anymore because we now have brilliant Wi-Fi technology called Mesh, which it appears, and I, I wasn't aware that uh, Aussie made those available, but it appears, and I don't know anything directly about it, um, that they're making they're making that work. Now, I use uh, predominantly Orbi, O-R-B-I, which is the brand that I, I use because that it's just been so reliable for me. I would have put, a, in your case, I would have put the router. I would actually love for you to put, uh, essentially extend where the NBN comes into the home via a cable. Yes. So run a cable. So the modem actually sits next to your TV. Put that there. Yes. Right? And then from there, run anything else. Now, in, in my advice, it would have been get when you get an Orbi, you get a three-pack. One of them's a router and two of them are satellites. So I would have put the router right next to your TV. And the, the good thing about an Orbi system is it it does you can keep your existing modem. That's fine. No dramas at all. Yeah. So you can run a cable to the Orbi router, and that becomes the start of your actual network. Forget what the modem's doing. It's just bringing internet into the home and delivering it to the Orbi. And so you put the router right, right next to the TV. The Orbi has three or four uh, Ethernet ports in the back, so plug the TV yep. directly in and anything else you might yes. have. And then you have these big satellite devices which only need power, right? They don't need a backhaul connection because they've got their own yep. wireless. You put one down the cellar, one upstairs, and they create a phenomenal Wi-Fi solution for you. And I'd be blown away if it didn't absolutely change your world, uh, like legit. It's not cheap though, yep. because you're talking eight hundred plus. Like you could spend twenty four hundred if you wanted to on the best, yeah. the most advanced system. But given, like, so firstly, that's that's what I would do if it was my John. I'd, I'd just I'd just drop everything. Yep. I'd, I'd buy that, right? But because you're halfway there, I do wonder whether or not you can ring Aussie and ask for more of the the cloud mesh routers, or whether you can find out which ones you buy online because they they clearly exist online to buy. And whether you just run another cloud mesh out to the TV and another one down to the cellar. There was an option when we started to get another other cloud mesh units, but I just said, well, let's just start with the, the one room. Hmm. Where the room, where the uh, where the NBM comes in, I've also got a switch box unit up there with yeah, all right. the cables running through the house. Yep, yep. And that that's what sort of feeds out from there. Uh-huh. Um and goes to all the places, and, yep. uh, and you know, I guess is that, it that a, would become. Is it a gigabit switch? Now you're asking questions beyond my capacity. <laughs> it's 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 at the very edge of my own capacity as well. I'll be completely honest with you, Peter. But the reason I ask that is because you know your network is only only as good as its as its worst part, right? So, yes. for example, if you ran old cabling that was only capable of yep. 10 megabit or 100 megabit connections, then there's a lot of data that's being throttled because it's it's hitting traffic, essentially. There's not enough lanes mm. on the freeway in the cabling, let alone in that yes. switch. So the switch needs to be capable. Switch. Yep. So the switch is a D-link gigabit switch. Perfect. So, so it's a good switch. We're happy with that. Gigabit is enough. Right. Um, and then, yep. obviously, we would hope that the cabling is, is likewise suitable but it's worth now i don't know how you do this mate honestly the easiest way is is speed test um via a laptop that's plugged into all the ethernet ports and just finding out where the weak link is you know speedtest.net is phenomenal 
But as long as yes. you long, use the same server every time, so pick a server, call it Telstra, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and yep. or, or Aussie Broadband have their own site, speedtest.aussiebroadband.com.au. But do the same thing yep. every time and plug into every single Ethernet port and check that you're getting the same speed everywhere so that you can find if there's a weak link anywhere on your network. But honestly, given that you now know that the cloud mesh has worked in one location, I'd get one yep. more. I'd just get one more and put it near the TV and see if that yep. works. And if that works, mate, get another one for the seller. <laughs> And cut the extender out. It's not Chuck, doing mate, anything. Throw and, them uh, out. Extenders are yep. uh, history. Yeah, put them yep. on Facebook Marketplace and let some, let them be someone else's problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was nearly at the stage of chucking out three televisions and starting again. <laughs> it's not. The t- here's the good news. It's not the TV. No, it's definitely not the TV. It but it may yeah. be. It may yeah. be the brick construction is thick. It's um, there's other uh, um, environmental factors causing um, Wi-Fi disruption. Um, you yes. know, there's a lot of things that can cause disruption on Wi-Fi. Um, but given you've found a solution in the home, I think expand on that and get yourself more of that mesh in the other areas. Wonderful. All right. That saves me uh, throwing a lot of stuff in the bin and yeah. starting from square one again. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good luck. <laughs> Lovely, Trevor. Thank you very much. Appreciate no your worries, help. Peter. Anytime. Good on you, mate. Thanks okay. for getting in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Um, yeah, I mean, that must be frustrating to have – he's changed telcos. Um He's, he's bought things that don't work. It's frustrating. I get it. What a pain. Anyway, um, glad we – I think we've got a solution there for you. Uh, you need help? Get in touch. EFTM.com. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Happy to help. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. Adrian did that. G'day, Adrian. How you doing, bud? Yeah, good. Thanks, Trev. So, what? Oh, mate, I can't complain. And when I do, no one listens. So <laughs> let's just keep it that way. Well, true. Yeah, good what, point. Uh, what can I do you for? Right. So I've got a house that we're going to be uh, using, like like a holiday house. We're going to be using a bit of ourselves, but probably uh, might also do it a bit of a holiday rental. Yeah, I yeah. want to – it's got um, like a you know, good fence and metal gates and whatever, which I'm going to automate. I want to set up a couple of cameras and also a, uh, you know, like one of those – like video doorbells, ring doorbells or something like that, that'll be on that front fence. Yep. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, do I go wireless? Is it better to go uh, wired up? Um, what's the best cameras or, you know, I'm not looking for not a huge budget, but, you know, I want something that's going to be reliable. I'm just yeah. not sure which way to go. I mean, look, wired is uh, more problematic when you're talking about a remote solution. So if I yep. was building a house from scratch, um, or renovating from scratch, I'd, I'd probably put in a Uniden wired system so that I just the, the amount of recording, it's just all there. It's sitting on a yep. hard drive. It's so easy to access. You can access it remotely, but it is sitting yep. there at the site. So given yep. that it's off-site, I kind of have this kind of, well, hang on a minute here. <laughs> What's going to happen? So mm-hmm. your biggest challenge is, is is genuinely Wi-Fi. So have you got internet down there, and is it pretty good? It's well, it's uh, from what I understand, it's only I don't know whether it was fibre to the node or to the uh, pre- I don't know, but apparently according to Aussie Broadband, it could only get like twenty five. Wow. Um, which doesn't sound like a whole lot to me. Sounds like it might be fixed wireless. Uh, no, they didn't. No, they no, they said something, okay. something else. No, it was it was one of those FTT things, right, but I don't okay. know which one. Um, yes, and look, that, yes. that, that's not the end of the world. It's what's the bigger yep. issue is the is the signal, the Wi-Fi signal. 
Like you need yep. to, yep. especially if you're going to put a camera on the front gate, right? Yeah. Because yep. so if you if you're putting a camera on the front gate, then you need to make sure that whatever you put in for internet, um, the modem is as close as hell to that front gate. So like in the front mm-hmm. room, because mm-hmm. that's where you. But that's where you stumble. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, well, yeah. I, I had a Arlo doorbell on the office here, and it didn't work because it's a brick, like a big brick, like concrete. I think it's probably I'm gonna look at my hands and go, I reckon it's 15 to 20 centimeter concrete slab wall that the right. that the, the the doorbell was on, and there was just no mm. Wi-Fi getting to it, right? Because it was literally just stuck behind this bit of uh, this bit of wall. Well, um, mm. so if it's a big brick fence out the front, um, then I do worry yep. about how good the Wi-Fi is going to be to the doorbell, right? Yep. Because when yep. you see wired doorbell, that just means yep. the power's wired. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. mean that it's going to get access to the internet wired. So right. first yep. and foremost, your, your, your plan needs to be to work out what's happening with A, getting internet in and B, Wi-Fi. You need good Wi-Fi that's going to cover all the areas where you want to put cameras it's going to cover it well. Um, and then yeah. it's really just picking an ecosystem, mate. You're either going yeah. to go Arlo, Google, Uniden, or Ring, right? All four yeah. of them have the solutions that you want. They have cameras, yeah. solar panels, doorbells, and probably, you know, floodlight is a, is a good thing to have too at a remote place mm. as a, det- as a mm. deterrent. Um, yep. And, you know, you can, you can certainly spend a bucket load of money um, yeah. but remember that uh, a doorbell camera is probably going to cost you about 300. Um, yeah, yep. a, a decent, <laughs> excuse me, a decent camera is probably going to cost you 250. So mm-hmm. you're up for, you know, three, yep. six, 750, a thousand bucks for a doorbell and three cameras kind of thing. Yep. I love yep. the spotlight idea. So that's going to be like 400 mm-hmm. instead of 250. So I personally would spend 400 on a spotlight, um, that, that goes out the front. I would spend yep. 300 on a camera that goes out the backyard and then 300 more mm. on the on the doorbell uh, in one ecosystem. Mm. Obviously, I yep. prefer Arlo, but all of them are great. But mm. they're all incumbent upon you having good internet, good Wi-Fi. So, not, not, so not, the, you don't need amazing internet because they're, yeah. you know, like the doorbell's never yeah, going to be brilliant, yeah. right? The doorbell yeah, even yeah, yeah, yeah. on the fastest internet is not amazing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more. We've of got a, a ring. We've got a ring one at home here, which is fine. Does the job, but yep. it doesn't have that that sort of you know the brick wall thing. It's it's not far from one of the Wi-Fi bloody yeah, satellite perfect. things. Um, so you can't. So you can't do like um, what is it like uh, they do with the cameras? Power over the in- Ethernet for uh, a video for a doorbell thing I, I, to get there, the internet to it. Can there, you? there may be one that exists. I've never used it or seen it. So right. Okay. Certainly, I can't imagine there wouldn't be one. But um, yeah. I'm just thinking because otherwise, it's it's that Wi-Fi signal that I'm going to struggle with. Correct. And yeah. and that's it. That's uh, the the camera is not a problem, um, but it's that getting it out to the gate. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you know, let's let's talk about why you need it to be a doorbell. Um, what's going to happen when someone comes to the gate? Is this for when when holiday rentals turn up? Um, look, I'm just oh, I'm just thinking about whether you know it's going to be a, 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 some sort of advantage to have something like that there at the front gate. Um, I, I suppose, I would, I suppose I would, it doesn't. You know what I would say? I would say if you're gonna yeah. if you've got the time and, and inclination to wire stuff, then yeah. and, and you want to, then wire a camera or even just get a wireless camera that is sitting above the gate, so it's in in yeah. wireless line of sight and isn't blocked by any brick walls. 
and yeah, you just yeah. point it down at the gate and then you don't put, there's nothing written on the gate. There's no doorbell. There's no nothing. And the instructions yeah. to holiday renters are when you get to the gate, call this number and it's your number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, yeah, yeah. well, I'll just yeah. check the camera. Um, just wave for me. That That's definitely you. Um, the keys yeah, under yeah, the, yeah, under, gotcha. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Do what a do what a yeah. doorbell does, but to take away yeah. the complexity. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, I hear. Yep. All so, right. Well, so something mate, to think about. You can't but... uh, across the wireless brands. You can't go wrong. They're all great. Yep. Um, across the ones I mentioned, Arlo, Uniden, yep. Ring, and Google. I've tested them. Yep. They're great. You, a lot of people love mm. Eufy as well. Uh, I have oh, my, yeah. some reservations, and um, yeah. and I think Uniden have amazing wired systems. If you want one of those. Yeah, and very okay. easy to set up too. I've done it twice here at the office, yeah. at my mum's pub. Very easy to do. Yeah, because they're just, they're just a stick up and just connect to the internet and then the Wi Fi. That's they're, it. They're, you just you run right. you run an Ethernet cable to to each one, and it yeah it just gets power over the Ethernet cable as well as the video signal, and uh, yeah. you can also set wireless ones up on the same network. It's very cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, all right, excellent. Good luck, Adrian. Excellent. Now that's great, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Cheers, buddy. Thanks, mate. Good on you, mate. Right, bye. Good on you. And uh, you know, uh, you know, there's no single solution for every person. Let's be clear. Uh, everyone's different. Uh, I, I I can't guarantee one the solution I give one person is going to be the right one for someone else. Um, but yeah, there, there's some there's some good options out there. Uh, what a bit of fun too! Like setting that up sounds like fun. I want to be involved. Eftm.com. Taking your calls, got a tech question. Go to the website, eftm.com. Albie did that. G'day, Albie. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Well, I'm trying to work out a Kindle for my wife. And obviously, um, you tending to read things, but then you get a little bit confused because there's an overload of information. And then you're yeah, also yeah. concerned information from someone you trust. Yep. Um, so basically, she likes reading books. The... Uh, I suppose the wireless charging isn't an issue because we would just charge it by wire. Have you ever used a uh, Kindle? No, I haven't. Mate, they fair no. to come last forever, like months. Charging is the last thing you need to worry about. It's fair to come. They yeah. last forever. It's brilliant. Right. Um, and then it's just at night time, um, you know, she's worried about her eyesight, whether ties can get tired. And I'll let read something about front lighting was yeah, better. Okay. So so this is this is a really important point. The if you buy a cheap tablet and install the Kindle app, you're you're shining multiple colored lights into your eyes because you're looking at a tablet. But a Kindle is very different. A Kindle is e-ink and it's a static display. And all the only light that exists is there so that you can see the display at night. Um it, there's no light on it during the day. It's just this this weird technology that flickers and, and changes the, the, the writing on the page. The Kindle Paperwhite and Kindle Oasis, which are probably the most the two most popular, both have – they obviously have a backlight so that you can use them and read them at night. But they also both have a warm, adjustable light so that if you don't like the white, you can just pair it back a bit to a, a kind of more of an orange. It's like an amber colour. Um, it's really it's – not, it's not about hurting your eyes. It's about – what you're used to and what you like to see. So right. I, I would not be at all worried about that. 
There's no, there's not going to be eye damage. It's really just about how comfortable it feels to you. And that's why I would go either the new Paperwhite or the Oasis. Now, the Oasis is a great option if you do, um, if she reads in the bath or poolside or beachside because it's yeah. it's uh, got IPX rating, uh, which I actually think the Paperwhite does too, but just don't quote me on that without checking it. But, you know, there are cool. there, there are cheaper ones, but the Kindle Paperwhite is a $250 um, device that, right. you know, Mate, it, it has access to thousands and thousands and thousands of books, 10-week battery life, 6.8-inch display, very light in the hand. I think you'll be blown away by how how amazing it is. You, re, you really will. Uh, that's really great. The other thing I read is you can pay $20 to not have ads when you're buying them, and I don't know how. I've never seen whether, ads on a Kindle. Maybe Kindle, I'm, that's what me out. That's what threw me out. And I'm thinking, oh, what There's the hell certainly, is, mate, is... let's, let's put it this way. There's no ads when you're reading a book, right? Yeah, exactly. Zero. Right. There, are, yeah. there may be ads in the Kindle store when you're looking to buy books. There are ads. There are like recommendations. And if you search, you might see something right. that is yeah. recommended as an ad. But I don't believe there's any other ads on a Kindle unless I'm yeah. mildly mistaken. Um, yeah. And so the difference between the paper white and the oasis then is the oasis if you're near a pool a beach or well in the it's park. weird i'm looking at it now going actually the, the oasis um has the same ipx rating as the new paper white so that doesn't make any sense i think it's just the colors that it comes in oh and you know what the the oasis has a built-in sim card that you don't pay for that allows you to be in the middle of nowhere as in not on wi-fi and still download books the oh, Oasis is also a little tiny bit bigger. Um, it has two configurations. It has more LED lights for lighting up. But, mate, honestly, just get the paper white. It's a great device. Right. Okay. Thank you so much for that, mate. No You've worries really at all, my man. Yeah. Mate, happy um, wife, happy life. That's what's most important. Yeah, you make it so easy. I've reached out to you a couple of times and you've been just brilliant. Good on you. Thank you all so right, much. All right, Albie. Well, enjoy, mate. Happy shopping. Take care. Good Stay on you. Safe. Thanks, Bye. Cheers. Um, yeah, the, the paperwork. I don't know. If anyone's a Kindle reader and there's something to do with ads, Albie thought you could pay $20 extra to not have ads. But I don't believe there is such a thing. I could be wrong. Please correct me if I am. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But radio stations I talk to every week has decided to create a new song to intro me and it's it's this one what do you think you think I should get the boys to make me a version 
you, you know, you can imagine the words. Feel free to write the words for me. Um, if you've got if you've got ideas for for some lyrics here, send them over, and I might get the boys to make this because I don't mind it. Um, there's a couple of um, there's a couple of other ones circulating uh, the radio stations I go to, but you know, you can imagine this. Trevor Long, 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 you know, whatever. Anyway, that's just something that came to my mind as I was talking to Susie O'Neill and the team, I think, on Nova. I have no idea where. I think on the Gold Coast. Uh, sweat, see, tech, tech, sweat. That could be, you know, something that could be a rhyme there. Anyway, we move on. Uh, let me know what you think. If you've got lyric suggestions, send them over. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Back again next week and uh, probably the week after, but then we're off to Barcelona, so there will be more breaks in the year. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Lovely to have your company. Great to get your questions. If you've got a question, just go to the website, eftm.com. That's all you got to do, and we'll talk to you soon.